1: And we'll be talking about the use, use case or the business case for why his prospects and customers pick Archie. So let's just jump right into it. Yunus, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and Archie?
0: Of course. Uh, thanks for having me, William. Uh, sure. Pleasure to be here. and super excited I to chat a little bit more about myself and about Archie. And so just a very quick background about myself. Um, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, born and raised. I moved to the U.S for college. I am first generation to go to college and I went to a small business school in the Boston area called Bentley and post Bentley basically cut my teeth in different types of jobs from helping with management consulting. Then I decided to transition into a tech role at Square out in the Bay Area where I was helping them scale the go-to-market teams and then I, during my time there I, I realized my passion for product engineering and design and had a desire to move closer to that space at which point i got approached by facebook to join a small stealth team working on commerce and payments and so during my time at, at square and and, and really at facebook or meta my goal and, and the things that I loved the most was I was always helping build products that would help give people access, whether it is enabling any small business to accept payments to at Facebook, where I was helping small businesses onboard and sell natively through the family of apps, which is where all the consumers are. A lot of it was around how do you give people access. And so, you know, I grew up in an extremely financially unstable environment and had to deal firsthand with, you know parents getting paid late how that impacted my life and all those uh things and so as i started to think about what i wanted to build the biggest thing holding me back was my student loans Uh, i paid them off in feb 2020 and then three weeks later the pandemic started and so i had to delay my dream until you know the world got into a slightly better state where it was a little bit more predictable but then after that decided to you know take the leap and, and start building archie and so all of it came from, you know, my co-founder, Cassandra, and she was working with, with Dylan, who's also one of our co-founders, um, running and building a business that was hiring hundreds and thousands of freelancers every month. And what they discovered is that on the business side, it's extremely cumbersome to, you know, do everything from sourcing the talent, onboarding them, issuing contracts, paying, them, paying the freelancers and doing taxes for the freelancers. All of it is extremely manual. And on the freelancer side, it's really cumbersome because you know freelancers are, are going to be the vast majority of the U.S. working population in, in a couple of years, yet they still lack access to financial services. They still have to wait 30, 60, 90 days to get paid paperwork they've already done. And so what we're looking to build with Archie really is software that enables businesses uh, to work more seamlessly and collaboratively with freelancers serve that build that as an on-ramp to enable businesses to really tap into the magic of the freelance economy and the broader vision really is to build the financial infrastructure for the future of work. And so again our initial product is mostly helping businesses work with freelancers more more s- seamlessly.
1: And uh so f- so for the audience freelancers as we as we think of them um, is that any type of freelance work, uh, like professional services, creative, uh, creative design, things like that? Or are we are we also looking at uh, like blue collar labor, etc.? Like, what what are we defining currently as freelance
0: labor? Yeah, that's a great question. And so, for us, freelance labor is anyone who gets paid um, as a 1099 employee versus a full time employee. And so, these show up in all sorts of ways, whether it is Um, blue-collar work, all the way to highly skilled project work to what we call like long-term contractors or permalancers. I would say that Archie is built mostly to help businesses that hire a lot of highly skilled project-to-project freelancers. So that could be consultants, it could be in the creative space, designers, photographers, videographers, even influencers and content creators. So anyone that really you would pay uh, as a 1099er.
1: So with the highly skilled folks that y'all are, are serving kind of a majority of right now, what are their needs? Let's, let's flip this around real quick. What do, what do they need that's the kind of unmet or not being uh, taken care of as best it could be?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So what we're finding is that businesses that work with these types of freelancers um, are struggling for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, with COVID, remote trends and the great resignation, there's obviously talent shortage and ability to find uh, the absolute best talent you need to execute against your business goals. And so businesses are struggling with that. Businesses are also struggling with the entire process of like onboarding these people, issuing contracts, paying taxes, and how all of this reconciles with their books. And so those are some of the biggest pain points that we solve for that today. uh, Businesses have to use three, four, or five different tools just to be able to manage this workflow and also throw bodies at it. So typically what we're seeing is that companies sometimes hire freelancers to manage their freelancers because of how cumbersome the process is. That's on the business side, uh, some of the pain points we're seeing.
1: What is it What does it take for a company to thrive with freelancers? Like, you know, if you could build it from scratch and especially on the corporate side you could build their mentality from scratch uh, much less their technology, the technology stack. But you know, what is it, what does it take? Cause you know, you can see some companies just thrive. I'm like, i like, I know because uh, I used to work in a creative industry and, and uh, you could just tell there was just some companies that were just hardwired. Like they got it, they set freelancers up for success and, and they thrive with it. And then, and then I also saw the opposite. So what what do you see, just as you know, from your perspective? What do you see where you can see that the company really gets it, and and they've set up different things to make sure to ensure success with freelancers?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> a lot of the trends that we're seeing here is that the companies that really thrive is that they treat um, the talent that they work with exceptionally well, regardless of the talent being full-time or freelance, because in the end there's a a competition for talent and getting the right people to work on the right things. And so what we're seeing is the people that thrive or companies that thrive really, they really, really, really care about their their freelance workforce. And that shows up in terms of like how structured their processes are, it shows up in terms of like what payment terms they offer, it shows up in the way in which um, contracts are structured, and ultimately, their ability to attract and retain that talent is tied to all those things because unfortunately, the vast majority of freelancers have to spend 40, 50% of their time following up with their clients, trying to get paid, asking for visibility around payments. And today, these processes are completely opaque. And so what we see leaders doing is really implementing solutions like Archie, where it really streamlines their internal processes and gives a freelancer or the talent a lot more visibility and, and clarity around when they're going to get paid.
1: I like how you reframed it because these terms, these artificial terms of freelancers and contract and permanent and full time and this, that, and the other, it's, it's talent. It's just, it's just talent, right? Mm-hmm. And so to, to have a mindset of, for, for a leader, for, for people that are recruiting and talent acquisition books and HR for them to just look at talent as talent. And we've treated freelancers historically like second-class citizens. And so I think I think I think one of the things that you're kind of you're, you're nibbling around the edges is is okay. Well, that you can continue to do that <laughs> at your peril, uh, because they're just not going to work with you if if you if you. know, I remember payment terms being, you know, net, net 90, net 120, all these kind of crazy things. It's like this, that's insane, especially if you're a small, you know, freelance or freelance shop and, you know, you're working with a big company. Uh, I love the, I love the idea of things being transparent. What else do you see now from the company side, you know, in working with freelancers, what else do they need to provide for that talent for them to thrive, and, and, you know, again, you, you even said it, I think, really, really well, to attract and retain that type of talent.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And, and, and to, to add to what you were mentioning around talent, really, um, what we're seeing is that that's the best way in which um, companies and, and leaders really are are staying competitive. And so something that we're seeing is that, There even, we've had some clients that talk about, you know, we're a great place to work. Um, They really think about freelancers as top talent. It's not about freelance versus not. It's really a lot of the best talent is deciding to go and start their own business and having to wait 30, 60, 90, 120 day payment terms when your bills as a business of one are due every month. It's completely... uh, it's, it's, it's really, really bad for them. And so in a world where the, the vast majority of the U.S. working population is freelance, the current infrastructure is just not set up to support that. And so that's a lot of what we discuss internally at Archie and, and sort of the vision for us and, and how we communicate with our clients in terms of what clients are doing today. Um, on top of transparency, is really starting to think about, you know, how do they provide better payment terms? Mm-hmm. How do they... Um, give projects and and set them up for success and make sure that, you know, when these freelancers or talent is really working, that they have very clear deliverables, very clear timelines, and it's not a transactional type of of relationship, but rather trying to build long-term relationships with these people. And so when different needs arise, you can tap into your network and tap into the people you've already worked with to make sure that you absolutely have the best talent with you when you need to execute on, on hyper-specific projects. And so that's a lot of what we're seeing from the agency side that, that our clients are, are doing and leaning more into. Do
1: you, do you foresee a time where we, again, think of talent in this way where there's benefits and sign-on bonuses and commissions and employee <laughs> referrals Like if done well, do you see a world where there's a potentiality of those types of things?
0: Yeah, 100%. And so a lot of of what we think about here uh, is around how do we build the financial infrastructure for the future of work, that future of work being freelance, right? And so what I mentioned earlier during the conversation is all around, okay, these people are going to be the vast majority Majority of the working population, they don't have access to financial services because traditional financial institutions, the way they underwrite financial risk is on a one-to-one relationship Mm -hmm. between employee and employer. But in a world where there's a one-to-many relationship of an employee to many employers, legacy institutions don't know how to underwrite that, which means that these people don't get access to credit. They don't get benefits, which traditionally... Are sold through via employers. These people don't get access to loans and mortgages and all these things that are essential to, you know, economic mobility and financial access. And so a lot of what we're trying to do with Archie is sort of start building that framework and shift the paradigm to allow for us to then start offering other financial services to the freelancers. And so how that comes to life is still something we're iterating on, but the reality is like, that's a a big opportunity for us and something we're really focused on because we believe that's the future. I
1: love that. I love that. And it's needed much, much, much needed. If no, if, if someone listening to the podcast has never worked with freelance talent for whatever reason uh, maybe it was just the dissuaded uh, from leadership and just everything was kind of a full-time culture uh, or maybe a union shop or whatever it doesn't really matter, but they've never worked with freelancers and this type of talent what's your best suggestions on kind of getting started correctly with free <laughs> so that they don't have yeah. to undo things in a year from now? How do they start off on the right foot
0: yeah that's a that's a great question so I would say some of the more nuanced things around working with freelancers is making sure that you're you know, when you're onboarding them, making sure that the right contracts are in place so that you can protect yourself and protect the people you're working with. Uh, number two is around like making sure that you're gathering all the tax and banking information in a compliant way so that at the end of the year, you you don't have to scramble to to go into the 1099s for, for, for the talent you're working with. And, and so lastly, I would say is thinking a lot about what processes and, and how can you enable set up yourself so that you can spin up teams or bring on people to augment your staff in a way that's seamless and not super cumbersome for not only your internal teams, but also to the people you're working with. And so that's those are sort of the things that we keep in mind. And so... Um, Obviously, like Archie helps so a lot of those things, but that's what we've seen uh, people that set themselves up for success do. Because in the end, what you're really doing is automating the entire process end to end and allowing your teams to focus on the high impact, high value work and letting us take the back office of working with freelancers away and, and take, that, take care of that for you.
1: I like that you mentioned processes because I've seen some of those success or failure points be around quality or communication or both. And so, if you if you if you over-index and make sure that you've got great processes to work with this type of talent, then you're going to manage towards the outcomes of you know quality. How do we manage quality together? How do we manage mm-hmm. communication together, et cetera? So, I love that. Okay, so now let's switch to Archie itself and your favorite part of the demo. And what I mean by this is when you get to show Archie to someone for the first time, they've never seen it, you've talked about it maybe, and you crack it open and this is the first time that they've seen it, what's your favorite part of Archie?
0: Yeah, one of my favorite parts. So I'm kind of like a... process (laughs) process <laughs> process process nerd to, a right. little bit so i i really do enjoy highly simplifying highly complex things uh personally so i would say like the things that i enjoy the most in my mind is showing how easy it is to really get someone on board and set up and by someone i mean the talent or the freelancer and i love when i demo our tax integration that allows for you know the people who, or the businesses that use Archie, at the end of the year, with a click of a button, we basically go and auto go file, generate, and send all 1099s to everyone they work with that year, which is an incredible time and cost saver. And so, those are the things that I enjoy the most. What I oftentimes get reactions uh, from our clients or prospective clients, really, it's like base of use. You know, the tools that exist today are so cumbersome companies are hacking together you know spreadsheets air tables contract signature software some sort of bill pay solution and string them all together uh, with people and, and emails and all these different things and so when they see Archie they're always blown away by by how intuitive it is as well as like how nice it looks. It looks like anyone could use it versus if you go to any of the built-based solutions that are in market today, it's really a nightmare for most people. Uh, So those are some of the things I've enjoyed.
1: I love it. So buying questions, it kind of falls into two categories, people that have bought something like this and people that have never bought anything like this. Let's just kind of make it extreme. Um, What are some of the buying questions that you just love from those different, to those different types of buyers? Like you just, you just love the, the line of logic or their line of thinking or, or just questions that they ask.
0: Yeah, it's a great question. What we find is that if, if it's a buyer that has purchased something like this, um, or at least has worked with a lot of freelancers in let's call right. it the, the old way, right? Um, I love all the questions around understanding our accounting integrations. So making sure that everything that gets paid through the platform is seamlessly and compliantly synced with their accounting but integra- accounting software. And so typically when people ask about that, it's like, okay, they know what they're doing. They've hired freelancers. They're asking the right questions when they're asking about you know, accounting software and making sure that everything is syncing properly when they're asking questions around 1099s because that means that they've gone through the motion of having to do this whole thing manually in the past, and then they're likely going to see the value. And then lastly, all around document ingestion. Like how do you have the freelancer send you the W-9 or connect their bank account and all these different things? That means that they've dealt in the past with having to collect all this stuff manually and have to send it to either their accounting team or different teams within the company. Because if you really think about a lot of what's happening in the market today is when you think about freelancers, um, freelancers typically get hired and onboarded in a more decentralized manner. Meaning the person who has that need is typically the one who goes and sources the person and onboards them. And then typically other teams deal with, with the payments per se. But what we're doing is really connecting and building that connected tissue across the organization to make it more, more efficient to work with freelancers. So those are some of the questions that I get from people that really, really know um, about existing tools.
1: I love it. Last, last question and theme is around success stories, customer success stories and without brands, without names, things like that, but just where you've seen folks use Archie and you're like, yeah, this is exactly, this is why we built this. This is why it's here this is, this company is using it is exactly in the right way.
0: Great, great, great question. So we, our roots are really in the creative space. So Mm -hmm. my co-founders, you know, they're previous agency owners and operators. And so as you think about where we found most um, and who we built for, it was really with the agency slash marketing slash media type company where they're service-based businesses, they tend to rely on people to execute against their work. And so we found incredible traction in the creative uh, marketing agencies and media companies, as well as like advertising companies. And that's what we built for. Now, the interesting thing is that the, the product is actually quite agnostic. And we found that from companies that organically came to us in the you know in the startup space, in the retail space, as well as like education, and so we we we've, we've had clients uh, you know that came inbound to us. We did a demo. They onboarded the next day and the following day they started paying people through Archie. So the sign up was incredibly easy and, and straightforward for them. So again, focus on the creative marketing, advertising, and media but we have use cases across other industries where we're really seeing a lot of traction.
1: You know, I was going to ask you how fast you could stand this up and you answered it (laughs) pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Eunice. this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the Use Case Podcast.
0: Thanks for having me, William.
1: Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time.
0: You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.